This episode of Death Battle Cast is brought to you by Mint Mobile and Quip. Stick around for some great deals. <laughs> that was the worst time for you. Already we haven't even started. Chad was talking about how he was tired, and I'm just sitting here thinking, like, oh, maybe I didn't get enough sleep either. And then I start yawning right as Gerardo's like, three, two. I'm like, no, terrible. You said the word yawn, and it made me yawn. Uh, yeah, uh, how many of you yawned when I said yawn? I got Apparently that sleep. happens. Oh, my God. Getting to that place where a word loses its meaning when you hear it a lot. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> anyway, hello. Welcome <laughs> to the Death Battle cast. Uh, we are the casting crew of Death Battle. I'm Ben, the voice of Wiz. Sam. Tori. I'm Chad. I play Boomstick. Yeah. These people do, do things too. I am so tired. What? WoW's been out for five weeks. You're still on this? <laughs> and yeah, I have not gone to bed before 2 a.m. since the game came out. Chad. Um, you have a problem. I'm so close to 60. You have yeah. a problem. Wait, you're not More at 60 so, yet? I know. No. It's crazy. More so... He has a gambling problem because we <gasps> play a gambling game oh, yeah, inside dude. the game, uh, and Chad is the fucking worst about like always going in no matter what. Yeah, like, dude. It, he used to never fucking call it. That's that's really what's keeping him up at night. <laughs> oh, He's you have a problem. Well, it's great. Oh yeah, no, it's it's not real money. I don't care. That's uh, the worst part about it. <laughs> but you're using real time. No, I'm not just sitting there and gambling. Where you do this wall work clearing stuff. Yeah, but you say you don't go to bed at like till two. Oh yeah, that's, that's real time yeah. that you're giving up. Oh no, hundred percent. I'm just trying to get to sixty, dude. Wait, when was the last time we talked about this? I feel like it was weeks ago. And you're not at sixty yet. I'm at sixty. I, okay, to be fair, in one of those weeks, when one of those weeks I didn't play at all because April's family was in town and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, Excuses. Yeah, I'm Excuses. at sixty, and I don't give a shit. No, you're not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Just, you gotta commit, Tori. Nah, I'm not Sam, gonna. What, was your, what was your slash played to sixty? Uh, eight days and okay. quite a few hours. Got it. I'm. A, I'm I was just shy of nine. I'm days. a little over so nine shy. days, and I'm a warrior. So yeah, yeah. I'm what does that uh, mean? Yeah. Being a warrior. It's a little slower to level. Yeah. Uh, well, we will keep you updated on Chad's leveling status. Anyway, I'm like, just, I'm <laughs> you have had buckets of rest experience, though. Mm. Crazy amounts of rest experience. No, just the one the week where I didn't play, but I didn't get on and use it all. Yeah, in comparison to, you've also had the three weeks of going to sleep that, you know, I didn't have. Sure. Yeah. Can we set up a chart to see how much time you spend leveling versus how much time you sleep? First time, time oh, you gamble? Oh, leveling wins by a significant Oh, of course it's going to win, but like, <laughs> yeah. how is it really affecting? What's the primary method of leveling, quest or monsters? It's a combination, Both. really. Okay. Either way. Uh, anyway. A death battle just came out. Sure. Yay! Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Got another one. The yeah, <laughs> another one of those episodes that we people fight them. in. Mm -hmm. uh, Sasuke versus Hiei. Long, long time requested episode, and one of the uh, craziest ones we've done in a while, just in terms of analysis and research. Uh, because holy shit, who would have expected what happened? Spoilers. We are going to be talking about what happens in the episode of Sasuke vs. Hiei mm -hmm. throughout this episode of Death Battle Castle. Yeah. If you have not seen that death battle, go see it. Stop. Go watch it. <laughs> yeah. You're very. I very love Yu Yu Hakusho. I am very. <laughs> I love Yu Yu Hakusho. It's like one of my favorites. 
A bias, bias. Yeah. Sorry. Bias. <laughs> Just, we, I, I was, want like that's actually a question I want to address. A, I want a <laughs> cheesy like radio station like soundbite and screen thing that we can throw up. Which bias? Like <laughs> that'd be great. That actually would be pretty good. Like, that would be good. But yeah, some ridiculous title mm -hmm. screen. I was sitting there looking at everyone working on it. And I was like, man, I hope EA wins. You Hawk shows the shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. It's about a level five anime. Shoot. Never mind. The wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, I know. That's right. Atorian's on the all new fan service. Yes. Yeah. Actually, we will be talking about that on next week's episode of Death Battle Cast. Nice. Um, because fan service is coming back. Oh, yeah, I never yeah. thought we were like, oh, we'll bring Cole in. It's like, no, we still we don't have Torian, he's on it. Like we <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, that's still good. It's fun. So if you wanted to see Torian on other podcasts on another podcast. There we are. That you can you can his, look for his biases on that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, like uh, Demon Slayer. A lot. We, we do have <laughs> we do have some questions to get to regarding Sasuke versus Hie, especially regarding the crazy uh, crazy result and the crazy unexpected result, I should say, um, that I think all of us were surprised by. Not just you guys watching. We know we were surprised too. That's why at the very end of the fight, when we come back to Wisdom Boomstick, both of them are like. Hold on, <laughs> we we know it's surprising, but we got a legit argument. Is it Just though? Listen to us. Well, I think you you I, mean, I think people down those older eyes. animes are like kind of ridiculous. Sure, but yes I mean, and no. First, it's Naruto, so like you, you just think about that, and you kind of already like. I feel like the Yu Yu Hakusho people just sitting back, like y'all just don't even know. Y'all ain't ready. <laughs> I, ain't. I I think there definitely is a section of the fan base that's like that, but Yu Yu Hakusho is an older anime, sure. Naruto is definitely more popular, more recent, um, and also is longer, it's a longer manga, yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. going, sure. and it does have what seem to be more impressive showings of power, Yeah, uh, just because Yu Yu Hakusho, especially since it's an older anime, um, they don't quite have the animation budget that Naruto, which is one of the biggest franchises in the world, has had for such a long time. Sure. So when they want to make a giant explosion in the Yu Hakusho anime, it's just kind of a laser that shoots yeah. into the sky yeah, right. as opposed to a massive destruction scene where mm -hmm. a moon is falling apart. Uh, so l let's get to the questions because there are some very important ones to cover. Mm -hmm. Like, um, why did you base your, or no, why do you base your whole arguments on whoever makes the bigger explosion? Speaking of which. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, that's how we've always done it. Well, I just want to address... <laughs> Yeah, it's always about whoever makes the bigger explosion, obviously. Uh, no, I... A I, very I, weird <laughs> pissing contest. <laughs> or to a certain extent, Death Battle is a weird pissing contest. Yeah, um, but uh, <laughs> I, I just want to make sure everybody understands. It is easy to focus on the numbers and the calculations that we do because we do have to spend additional time talking about it in mm -hmm. the recaps at the end of the episodes because we have to explain how we got to said number. But... There's more going on in all of our recaps other than us saying, oh, so-and-so wins because he blew him up bigger than the other one. Mm -hmm. um, like like for Sasuke versus Hiei, we spent a lot of time talking about how Hiei counters a lot of Sasuke's abilities, um, both both in Wiz and Boomstick's VO and in the tabs. Um, again, the tabs are there specifically for information that like the, the general viewer doesn't necessarily need to know, but if you're really into the versus battle stuff, you should pay attention to the tabs. It'll cover a lot of the questions that you may have. Uh, so that's all. Like, yeah, I mean, we also calculate speed, combat experience. We calculate slowly. everything. Uh, calculating is important, but also the logic is important to me. Um, that's actually what Death Battle, 
like old old death battle before we knew what we were doing was entirely based on logic of who would win mm -hmm. um like so and so would do this move how do they counter it etc like that still applies that whole idea still applies to what we do now we're, we've just expanded since the first 10 episodes of the show mm -hmm. like eight nine years ago um so question two why did you use the yusuke versus yomi fight when that's only in the anime and this is a really good question because i want to clarify uh, something that I, I think some people have a little bit of issue with death battle. Um, there, a lot of people watch death, a lot of different people watch death battle and some people do have experience with versus debates. And generally speaking, when you look at versus debates online, there are two versions of, um, character like amalgamations mm -hmm. there's the single timeline idea where you you pick a character that exists in this timeline or this part of a timeline People and you use that we'll call character purists yes mm -hmm. <laughs> character purists and then there's the composite right and generally speaking people think of the term composite as an all-in-one uh, so you got the purist and the all-in-one uh, where you take literally everything about the character and throw it together and this is what death battle kind of used to do again way back in the day um, probably the biggest uh, culprit of this would be our old Goku versus Superman, where Ooh. we used every Superman. Ooh. If we did that again, it would be an entirely different like rule set. Uh, that's why we redid Mario versus Sonic. That's mm -hmm. another very good example. Mario versus Sonic originally used the composite rule set, whereas nowadays we use a different rule set mm -hmm. uh, ever since season three started way back when. Here's the thing. We don't abide by the single timeline or the overall composite all in one. Uh, idea. We don't do either of those because if we did the composite, then we would get issues where we're like, oh, well, Superman obviously wins everything because in this one timeline, he became golden and could like create life and whatnot. And mm -hmm. if we did the single timeline thing, then people, a lot of people watching Death Battle would go, why aren't you using anything from the anime? Why aren't you mm -hmm. using anything right. from the movie right. I watched? So Death Battle, because it appeals to a broader generalized audience, we create a generalized version of the character. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and the way we do that is we do stick to the single timeline idea and then any outside source that supports that can be considered because essentially when you, when you think about other timelines or whatnot, at least the way I see it is it's the same character in a different situation in a right. different story. And so long as that character isn't a different character, like Superman, uh, raised by Russians or whatever then you can still use it because he's still the same person. He's just in a different story. So that's that's the general idea bef behind our generalization of the characters and what, what we do for Death Battle. So when we take a character like Hiei and we're reading through the manga and we're using that as our main primary source, the main timeline, and then we have the anime which follows it, then we can use the anime to support things that are said or shown in the manga. manga. So in the manga, they talk about how demons can destroy the world so many times, but we never see it. Mm -hmm. We never see it, but they talk about it so much. And it's very important. It's a very important plot point, like that they could destroy the entire earth if they unleashed all their power. Uh, there are multiple fights where this is an issue, but we never see it. But in the anime, we do. And so it, it's not necessarily that we're basing our entire argument off of that explosion. It's that we're using it to support other aspects of the argument, specifically mm -hmm. Genkai uh, and Sensui and, and all those specific instances where they've talked about blowing up the planet. It's just a visual proof of it, essentially, visual support. 
That's the idea behind it. Uh, it's it's similar to um, we, we we used a calc that uh, uh, of of Sasuke using the uh, the diva path in a video game uh, in a Ninja Storm game, and that's technically not canon. It's a video game, but we can use it to support the idea that yes, he should be above this power level. He should be able to accomplish things like this, even though we've never actually seen that in the anime or the manga, mm-hmm. um, because that applies to the scaling it's basically a support for scaling to naruto and things like that um very good examples of our generalized characters would be uh kiru from dragon sword versus kiru uh kiru uh mecha godzilla 3 only had two movies it's not a mm-hmm. whole lot we mm-hmm. can take from two movies but that's our primary source but kiru appears in a lot of comic books so if we take the comic books and use that stuff to support what happens in the movies to kind of get a more broad idea of what Kiru is capable of, then we can actually have like an, a thorough analysis of the character as opposed to kind of having to guess a lot of stuff, right. which we don't want to do. Uh, Shredder is another good example when we did Shredder versus Silver Samurai. Shredder doesn't have a main timeline. Uh, technically, in the main timeline of Ninja Turtles, Shredder died in the first issue. <laughs> like, So how do we just spit everywhere? Uh, how do we... Put Shredder into a death battle. Well, as we kind of clarified in that episode, we were using Shredder, specific versions of Shredders, and kind of generalizing those, which would be like the human Orokosaki from modern time. Mm-hmm. He fucking dipped his hand into lava. I will never forget <laughs> watching that moment with it now since doing death battle and thinking about those things and how fucking absurd that was. I mean, speaking of old school, <laughs> Whoop, shows. here it is. It's like I dropped the, the thing in there. Whoop, got it. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when they made that though, they were just like, "This is a cartoon." Oh, I know. Yeah, well, you, you were talking it. about how like old school anime gets crazy. Old school anime was like realistic compared to some of our ridiculous yeah. Western cartoons. Yeah, yeah. Yes. same episode. The turtles inflate like balloons, and they're floating up into the ceiling. And then Shredder pulls out, or sorry, uh, Splinter pulls out a magical pearl and says that if they wish on this pearl, it will take them back, it'll turn them back to normal. So it starts lifting up off the ground, spiraling around them and glowing, and then they all turn back to normal. And then they're all like, where'd you get that magical pearl, Sensei? And he just goes, it was just a regular pearl. You did it, you like, you changed yourself back in your minds. So they can just do this? Why the fuck was it a glowy (laughs) Right! (laughs) That was in their mind. Why did it have magic? It doesn't make any sense! That was in their mind. (laughs) (laughs) They've seen it, and then they're just standing there like, I'm just standing here. I don't know. None of this is happening. But they're all freaking out at the top (laughs) of the ceiling. (laughs) Yeah, so Shredder dipping his hand in lava, probably not good supporting evidence. (laughs) But before we get to that, let me tell you about one of our sponsors, Mint Mobile. If you're still paying for one of the big wireless providers in 2019, have you asked yourself what exactly you're paying for? Enter Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything is online. Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead, and then passes those savings directly to you. So it's very convenient and efficient, which is really neat. Uh, that that makes it easy for you to cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. And every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. So stop paying for unlimited data you'll never use. You can choose between plans between uh, 3 and 8 or 12 gigabytes of 4G LTE data. You can use your phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone uh, number along with all your existing contacts. So... 
to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash cast. That's mintmobile.com slash cast. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month uh, at mintmobile.com slash cast. Yeah. All right, so uh, next question. Uh, you use statements to justify Hiei is planet level. So why are you intentionally ignoring statements in Naruto? The data book, for example, says that the Nine Tails could, quote, easily turn the world to ash and has earth-shattering destructive power. It also says uh, uh, Kinshiki can split worlds and obliterate all things. Shouldn't Sasuke scale to that? <sighs> so that's more about context like mm. the stuff with this we don't take statements that's actually a really important thing to me if somebody says that they can destroy the world we we gotta we gotta know if they're saying the truth because right. anybody can say anything right. um, i can destroy the world. We, we apply the mm -hmm. same to word of god which some people use to if, if the author says something about a character like yeah. oh yeah uh sasuke could totally fly to the sun like <laughs> we gotta prove that in the actual source material mm -hmm. right uh, so statements aren't necessarily going to be a good argument for a death battle. Uh, we don't we don't do that. The reason why we use Genkai and Sensei statements is because of other things that happen in the series, like the explosion uh, on the on the tree, like uh, shaking the planet, like um, Genkai watching Yusuke's power level so that he doesn't destroy the planet. There are multiple instances where this is a factor. So it's not just statements. There's context to the statements. Whereas saying the nine-tailed fox could turn the world to ash just sounds like kind of a broad like idea like yeah if you're if you let him loose he could turn everything to ash um these are broad statements that don't necessarily mean what they they're not so literal essentially uh unless we literally saw one of the beasts just blow up a planet right. then that would change everything uh next question you forgot to mention blank when talking about sasuke that would have won the fight so, <laughs> I love the all-encompassing response. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because this is a thing that we always have to deal with 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 shonen characters, especially, but also plenty of superhero characters as well. Just have massive arsenals, massive amounts of power. There's there's so much to cover, and we have twenty minutes to cover two characters, a fight, and our argument. Mm -hmm. And so we don't necessarily always have time. To cover everything. every single power. But that doesn't mean it's forgotten or not scrutinized. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we, we try to show and, and list uh, things that people want to see, people expect to see, uh, people what people know the best, and, and especially what factors into the fight. Mm -hmm. so if, if and also it, really interesting things. Yeah, if it doesn't really fit any of those things, then we'll try to fit it into a slate or a tab or something like that. But generally, we might, miss over, we might skip something that isn't necessarily 100% important to our argument. But th at the same time, that doesn't mean we just forgot it. Mm. Like, we're still taking everything into account. Uh, next question. Why did you use Sasuke from the Madara arc and just ignore Boruto? We didn't. Nope. We the used end. everything. <laughs> uh, how do you know? I, I understand that people can get a little confused when they look at the animation of mm -hmm. Death Battle. And if they don't know Death Battle, then they can say, oh, well, that's Sasuke from Shippuden. Well, why aren't they using Sasuke from uh, Boruto in the fight? And it's like, well... A, that's what people want to see. The more recognizable Sasuke B, uh, that was the sprites that we could fight. <laughs> yeah. Also, that Sasuke looks stupid. Well, the Boruto sure. One? Yeah. Naruto has this 
thing with designs where they get more and more simplistic as they yeah. went. Like the first time it, when Shippuden happened, or that timeline gap in the Naruto manga, it was because <laughs> uh, the drawing all these characters got a little too difficult. Mm. They're like, shit, made, uh, made these characters too complex. Let's simplify the designs a bit. That's why Naruto just wears like a single like two-color jumpsuit. Yeah. In the latter half of Naruto, as opposed to the crazy clown getup you had in the first half. Sasuke had a bunch of costumes. He was when he like he had that Itachi costume at one point. Yeah, he had a bunch of different outfits. The the long coat thing. <laughs> the, the long coat, coat thing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're we're getting close to the end of the questions, uh, but we're into the like complicated ones now Ooh. so you're ready was that first one not a complicated I mean, no, there, one there was a pretty right. complicated <laughs> one but now we're now we're talking about like the powers and stuff like that how do you know that the jagan can counter the eternal mangekyo sharingan skin jutsu isn't sasuke's eye much stronger that was a lot that was a lot of words <laughs> you said a bunch of words <laughs> yeah. those are anime words Torian was impressed <laughs> I, I watched him be like you see that <laughs> meme where like the fractions in the center are like coming yeah. yeah. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, anime. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, the 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 Sharingan had to go through two transformations, but the Jigan did not. So clearly, it's more powerful, right? Just because it had to go through different boosts and stuff. So this is one of those kinds of things where it's like there's there's no. It's it's hard to come up with a way to scale illusions like my illusion is better than your illusion there's not really a good way to do that when mm. it's like psychic powers and I things see. like that um so we kind of just have to base it off of their overall powers um or or, or take a general broad approach and in this case the jagan clearly increases in power as he does or it has always been incredibly powerful and he's just coming up to like raising up to its same power level uh, because it still works just fine throughout the whole series. He never is suddenly worse off. Like the Jagan never becomes useless throughout the mm -hmm. series. So when he is an upper class or an upper S class demon, the, the Jagan is capable of working with upper S class powers. Mm -hmm. So clearly it is somewhere around, around it, it is comparable to his own power level. So we should consider it as such in comparison to uh, Sasuke's. Obviously, that's not like a one-to-one -one comparison, mm -hmm. but it's the best we can do with a power that's this kind of out there mm -hmm. and immeasurable. Um, but this also it kind of applies to how do we know Amaterasu can't burn Hiei, um, and why is the Dragon of the Darkness Flame so com uh, comparable? Uh, we specifically d uh, deduce that Hiei should be able to get out of Amaterasu because of the Dragon of the Darkness Flame. Not only mm. is he a fire demon who already has resistances to fire, but the Dragon of the Darkness Flame burns people, obliterates people who are resistant to fire. Mm. Like it the very I think the very first person he uses it against is like a fire demon who is literally made of fire and has fire kinesis, <laughs> pyrokinesis. Like mm -hmm. he's a fire guy. And he shoots the dragon at him and he's just like a charred Charred on the wall. He's obliterated. Oh, God. Like, he's gone. So the Dragon of the Darkness Flame is certainly comparable to some extent. Again, it's kind of this broad idea because it's like, how hot does something, how hot does fire need to be to burn fire? <laughs> like, really fucking hot. But we don't know the exact well, It's not fire, it's dragon darkness. Of, oh, right, it's dragon, dragon fire or hellfire. And I guess yeah. technically, in Hiei's case, it's demon fire. Ooh. Um, but... <laughs> 
that's more of a generalization. Like we have I mean, to you generalize. Consult that. our fire chart. Yeah. Here you see we have human fire, dragon fire. Here we have regular people fire. People fire, fire um, dragon fire. fire. Right about here is hot pocket insides. What? Um, <laughs> hot pocket insides. <laughs> Like, it's like worse than Demon Fire. <laughs> pretty much. I know there is one description of Put this uh, hot pocket on EA. <laughs> just burn him with a hot pocket. He's like, shit! <laughs> Kill! Dragon of the Darkness Boom flame first like, like hot pocket. With no problem. Like, holy shit! <laughs> Amaterasu, I know, has a description in one of the data books that it is it's as hot as the sun. But, like, that's not necessarily. Like, that's another one of those kind of broad statements. How do they know like, that? I don't yeah, know. Those like, have no idea how they hot just keep saying is. stuff. Yeah, and, right. and the sun doesn't necessarily burn fire. Like, you go if you went to the sun, it wouldn't necessarily work the same way as Amaterasu. Like, that's not how Amaterasu mm -hmm. works. So, saying it's as hot as the sun is just saying like it's really fucking hot. Yeah, um, <laughs> heat's not necessarily going to determine whether or not Hiei can get out of Amaterasu. Like, sure. that's not necessarily the factor. Um, so because they work so similar, uh, the dragon and Amaterasu, like we have, we kind of just compared them as such. And, and that's really it. Yeah, those statements are always really tricky. I remember the, Mega Man is a great example when we were looking back through like Robot Masters and crap like that. Same with Pokemon. Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon does it all the time. Yeah. Which yeah, is the one like, that. Machamp is like, I can do a million punches in half of a second. And you're like, Charizard. Oh, okay, well. Charizard is the one where one of the Pokedex entries says that its fire can burn through anything. Yeah. Which, may, if that were true, nothing would survive. I was going to say, he would never lose. Well,. The Pokemon, they probably have something that's like strong enough to withstand yeah. Charizard. But it's just like you, we just have to see it because there was burn some through character, anything, Torian. I remember specifically. <laughs> specifically, there was some character. It was either Pokemon or it was Mega Man, and the person was supposed to be hotter than the sun, and like basically everything oh. around them would be bursting into Mag Cargo. Mag Cargo from what Pokemon. What did you just say? It's a it's a Mech snail fight. It's yeah. a fire snail Pokemon. Oh, that, that Pokemon its skin is supposed to be hotter than the sun. Sure. Yeah. It's just like so. If you stand next to it, you should be incinerated. Essentially, it would <laughs> literally ignite the oxygen in the air, kind yeah. of shit. Like, yeah. there's not. Yeah, it's very stupid. Yeah. So that's why we don't Pokemon take. Pokemon are pretty dangerous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, just think like, about like if you just yeah. looked at the Pokemon, like the Pokedex and shit. Like, that would be a horrible world to live in. There's like, yeah. like ghosts that steal your soul. soul like, yeah. you can get just stuck hanging out though. for life. Like, it's so stupid. Just hanging out, fucking. Snail that can combust the fucking oxygen in the air. Like the, <laughs> the walking balloons, around. The balloons like fucking lure children away from hospitals or some shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah. drift drift balloon, drift loon. Yeah, yeah, like there's there's a there's there's a couple. world. Is there a force in Pokemon that like kind of like keeps the Pokemon in check, like the crazy ones? People. Uh, Pokeballs. Pokeballs. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Oh, okay. But maybe before Pokeballs are invented, Pokemon just like ruled the world. It was mass chaos. Yes. So now the Pokemon are chilling because they're like, I don't want to be put in. Now the they're Pokemon. running away. They're hiding in grass. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they got to go hide in the tall grass. Like, that's how we get rid of them. Just like a fucking good lawnmower. Just be like, <laughs> <laughs> no tall grass, no Pokemon. Oh, don't forget the caves, though, man. Then it'll just be Zubat. Yeah, everywhere. well, yeah. fucking just blow the caves up. <laughs> oh, but the water is infested with Love Disc. Yeah, I hate that fucking Pokemon. Well, at least Love Disc isn't trying to kill everybody. Yeah, that's true. Don't. As far as I know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, get on a boat. They gotta be fucking <laughs> up the oceans. Like, Man, right? The environment. They gotta be fucking no, up the ocean. No, they gotta be fine. Love Disc? Yeah. Well, just. Whose phone is vibrating? Somebody's phone going crazy? Yeah. It's Torian's phone. 
That, I'm on the other side of the table, yeah. and the whole thing was just shaking. Ah, that is one hell of a vibrate. About. Um, but like, man, like Gyarados is a is a fish in the ocean that can just jump out and shoot a laser beam at people. <laughs> like that's crazy. We were at the, I would never go to the beach. I would never. Gyarados might show yeah. up and kill yeah. all of us. I mean, <laughs> in real life, people are terrified of sharks, and like people won't go to the beach just because of sharks. And yeah. it's like. How how likely is it that a shark is going to show up, let alone attack you? But <laughs> a giant water serpent that shoots lasers that can also go on land. I would like to point. Yeah, out. it that just is, floats on land. It's technically a flying type. Oh my god, that's awful. So apparently, it can float, right? Think of think of all the flying type Pokemon. They just be fucking bombarding you. Like Pokemon. flying type Pokemon seem to be cool though. Most of them are just birds that probably don't want to fuck with you. Yeah. Like, they might steal your sandwich or something, but yeah. they're not, like, going to really fuck your day. Yeah, like, like uh, the we do dog have Poke seagulls. Like, they're pretty, the dog like no Pokemon worse. look like the worst. They look, the Humdoom and all those, those, the fucking Arcanine. Is that a dog Pokemon? Yeah, yeah. it is. It's like a giant one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, nah, uh-uh. Arcanine's freaking dope, though. Yeah, fun. they oh, oh. they look cool. They, but you, you, you see a rabbit well, I, dog I see, yeah, instead like, of it biting you, it's shooting fire at you. Yeah, if you ran into like a wolf in the wild, you'd be fucking terrified. Now imagine he's triple the size on fire and can no. like yeah. Shoot, can, Tor like, no, Tori needs a an Ipona. uh, so, or not Ipona, uh, Ponyta. Rapid, yeah, Ponyta. Rapid, Ponyta. Dash rapid dash. Yeah, because you hate horses. Oh man, and it's on fire. and it's on fire. <laughs> Damn. What? I'm so fucking tired. I dropped the name of the horse from fucking Zelda. Man, that's awful. A on fire horse. I had, I had to leave. Which the fire doesn't burn you if, <laughs> if it if, likes if, you. Yeah, if yeah. I recall from the anime, if you bond with we it, the fire doesn't hurt you. How do you, you bond with a fire horse? You become friends. Power, How? Power How do you know? Uh, ch fire chart, uh, friend fire. Uh, right you use the power of friendship, which, as everybody knows, is I one think... of the most powerful jutsu in Naruto. Nice. Oh. Unfortunately, Sasuke doesn't have it. <laughs> he doesn't Perfect. have friends. Uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next question is, oh boy, this one. Um, once again, you say that Kaguya is planet level. So this is the chick from the very end of Naruto who's like, I was the mother of Chakra. I'm going to kill everybody. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That show sucks. <laughs> but, but she's okay. obviously universal level. <laughs> Because the expansive truth-seeking ball was going to destroy an entire dimension, and there are stars in the dimension. That makes it a universe, and thus the truth-seeking ball, a universal attack. Mm. Okay, so this is, uh, from what I can tell, hotly debated about whether or not Kaguya's expansive truth-seeking ball attack is a planet-busting attack or a universal attack. Ultimately, it doesn't matter in terms of Sasuke, but uh, I just want to kind of... Lock this down once and for all, where we kind of stand on this feat or this, this this attack. So, if you don't know, Kaguya, the the mother of Chakra, uh, and ultimate villain <laughs> of the Naruto our, uh, series, <laughs> the mother of Chakra. <laughs> Doesn't oh, she, she get dunked on by sexy jutsu, right? Yeah, that's the, yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> she, she whack. She gets away from it, but yeah, whack. she gets she gets. She's not very skilled in fighting per se. Like she's not yeah. really a fighter. She's just super powerful. Um, so she's always, they're, they're constantly surprising her, and she's just yeah. like, fuck this, I'm going to start teleporting between dimensions and splitting you up, and I'll fuck you guys up on your own. It's fine. So she has 
six different dimensions that she can jump between and take people with her. This is not necessarily a new power in Naruto. Uh, Obito has his own Kamui dimension um, that uh, Kakashi can also access. And we know based on that dimension, uh, it's like a Sharingan thing. Mm -hmm. We know based on that dimension that they aren't entire universes per se, or at least that one isn't because it's like this black void thing that doesn't seem to have any necessary limits to it. It could be a small pocket universe for all we know. It's just a, it's just a room. Um, so granted, Kaguya's could be different. They are entire planets, it seems, and that perhaps it could go beyond that, but we don't ever see anybody go beyond just the planet. Like, it seems very specifically tailored to these six planets and mm -hmm. not these six universes. If it was a universe, I don't know why she wouldn't be teleporting them to other planets, right? She would theoretically have hundreds, if not thousands or millions of planets that she could teleport them to. Um, but she specifically teleports them to planets. So either way, uh, she would not need to destroy the universe of this dimension to destroy Team 7, which is what she's trying to do. She's trying to kill Naruto, Sasuke, uh, Sakura and Kakashi at this point. Um, she didn't need to destroy the whole universe. It's not like they were going to just fly off to another planet. They don't really have that ability. Mm -hmm. uh, so all she needed to do was destroy the planet. Um, so th it makes more sense that she planned to destroy the planet, the main feature of the dimension. And the main reason this is de a debate at all, frankly, is because there's one translation of the attacks, like the, the panel in the manga where this attack is revealed. It says it's the start of a new dimension. Uh, some translations say it's the start of a new time space, but then other translations also say it's the start of a new world. So what is it? Um, I think it, it's kind of more vague in, in the actual Japanese uh, sentence structure. Thing, yeah. um, I think a more uh, it's a start of a new world is more what it's trying to say in terms of not just destroying this planet, it's actually a start of a new world because that's what she's trying to do. Like, this was her final attack. She kills these four people, and it's the start of a new world. I think that's what it's actually saying. Uh, but people, of course, will take it literally. And you can take it literally, but if you do, then suddenly you're jumping into this whole discussion. Um, so it's also important to note that the expansive truth-seeking orb is a Gurudama, which is it's the, the little black balls that Naruto gets. Um, when you go six paths, uh, oh yeah, I know that. Yeah, so the truth seeking orbs. <laughs> so yeah. the way the orbs work is they're not really giant bombs. They're not really designed to just blow everything up. Uh, they're more uh, projectiles that you can throw around and you can shape shift. And one of their abilities is they touch something and that thing disintegrates. Oh shit! So they're really powerful. They also have like every single jutsu in it, like what? Or, or, or not jutsu, every single element. Man, Naruto. It. So it's sick. like the most powerful thing ever, but it's not like a, an atomic bomb. So in order for Kaguya to kill Team Seven, what she was going to do is just take this giant truth-seeking orb and touch the planet, and then it goes boop, it's gone, <laughs> and then oh. they're all dead. Like that's what she was going to do. That's interesting. Why didn't she do that? Well, they beat her first. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, in that fight when they trick her. Oh, oh, Sakura shows up and punches her in the face or in the back of the head. Damn, she got soul eatered. Oh, no. <laughs> she got soul eatered. This whole fight like gets thrown no! out the window because Sakura decks this woman in the back Not of the head. again. No, she got soul eatered. Fuck. I hate that. <laughs> and soul eater, that's how it ends. It just punches uh, her in the face. All right. So I, I spoilers have, I for Soul Eater. It's been on my list. I know it's been out forever, but I, I know I still haven't watched Soul Eater. Either, Either way, uh, just because you don't know like why or anything, okay. you're still fine. You're fine. Just because of the way the Gudodama <laughs> works, 
it doesn't really make sense. I mean, again, I guess you could say Kaguya's is going to work differently. She'll just blow up the whole universe. Fine, I guess you could say that, but you don't really, there's no real evidence to that per se. Like, the way we have seen this worked, we have seen it work a specific way. And the way that we have seen it work doesn't necessarily support the idea that it can blow up a whole universe all at once. Mm -hmm. um, either way, regardless, Kaguya's goal was to destroy Team 7. It, it doesn't matter at the end of the day whether or not she's blowing up the universe or blowing up the planet. Um, because it was only possible thanks to the infinite Tsukuyomi, which was sapping the chakra from every single person on Earth, minus Team 7. Uh, so even if the ball is universal and Kaguya, if the ball was universal, then Kaguya would have to be fucking crazy powerful, right? Like if you're scaling that way, so then Kaguya would probably be planet level. Um, but then why wouldn't she just blow up the planet itself and kill team seven that way? So like freeze it. The, the more you, the more you go into this debate, the more things just don't match up. Um, so I think it's way safer, uh, to just go with the planet level idea and just end it there. Um, because otherwise you just have all sorts of questions and it doesn't really make any sense. And it, and the planet level thing matches up more with like the sage of six paths and what mm -hmm. he was able to do with the moons and things like that. So that's, that's where we stand on that. And again, it doesn't really matter because you can't scale Sasuke or Naruto or anybody to this attack anyway, because it was using everybody's chakra yeah. on the planet. Mm -hmm. like so a, it doesn't really matter. Like an evil spirit bomb. Yes. So that's where we stand on that. Um, Okay, I think there's only two more questions. We're almost Holy done. What? Almost I done. thought that was the last one. entire episode. Uh, I mean, we're 30 minutes back. Wait, so, Has any villain like just blew up the planet when they were fighting people besides Frieza? Like, I'm done with you guys. <laughs> Why did up. you scale Hiei to Yoko Kurama's demon power level to get his max speed? Don't you know power levels don't scale that way? I wanted to, I wanted to answer this because this is interesting. Because uh, there seems to have recently been kind of a shift in how people treat power levels, or at least generally based on what I've seen. Um, yeah, we know. In fact, ages ago, we talked about that and people gave us shit for it. Uh, <laughs> Ben's like, not bitter about that at all. Uh, well, I've, I've, the I've always thought, especially since Gogo vs. Superman, where I really confirmed this idea, that power levels aren't a good way to specifically measure a character. They usually are either there just to hype a character and make them feel really powerful, or they're there to give the villain a reason to underestimate a character, which is how Dragon Ball initially mm. introduced it. Um, like in the Frieza saga, power levels are literally there for Frieza to it's underestimate to give, everybody. It's yeah. to, like to give audiences perceptions of characters. Like that's yeah. Their, Sometimes they're that's cool. Their narrative point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously there are different uses for power level numbers, but because they are a very, very broad generalization of a character, uh, you obviously can't scale them one to one with that. That's mm -hmm. why uh, later. on, like in the episode, we mentioned the difference between spirit classes is far greater than a simple 100% or 200% increase. Um, the reason why this is coming up is because in a, in a tab, we said that by scaling uh, uh, Hiei to Kurama, there should, he should be over Mach 31,000 in terms of speed. Um, but we gave that as a minimum just based on scaling and the power levels and whatnot. Like he should be way more. Uh, theoretically, and and the reason why we did that is because there's not really a good way to calculate his exact speed by the time he's upper S class. So that that's that's why we did it. It's mm -hmm. not us <laughs> literally scaling per power level, but us using the power level as kind of an estimate to help estimate the bare minimum speed he could be. That's why at the end of the episode we also say, yeah, he was probably faster, guys. Uh, we just can't know exactly how fast because that's not. An option to us based on what he's done. Mm -hmm. he, he doesn't 
do nearly as much as Yusuke does as the series progresses. Mm. Like, like he just kind of takes a step back and lets everybody else do all the mm. cool stuff at, at a certain <laughs> point. Every so often he'll show up and do something badass, but he's 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 not the character who just jumps into everything because he right. feels like blowing stuff up. Um, I find your calc. Oh. Okay, I find your calculation on the Yusuke and Yomi explosion questionable. Can you describe it in more detail? Okay, this is that big explosion. I think, I think I'm just going to pass over it right now because we are uh, getting close to the end here um, and, and we want to move on. But I will have a post. I'm going to post the details of this uh, on, I, I believe the, it'd be good to put it on the Rooster Teeth's new community. Uh, yeah, so, no, I think that'd go. be good. That's perfect yeah. timing. Yeah, kind of yeah. works out great. Nice. So uh, the research team, and especially Strutton, worked really hard to uh, figure out how powerful that explosion is—the Okunin tree explosion—and they did such a good job on it. And it's they tried they they looked at it from so many different angles, mm -hmm. but it's such a complicated thing that if we were to really go into detail on it, it would take up another twenty-minute-long video. So that's going to be a post on uh the, the the rooster teeth community site uh i'll also link to it from my twitter uh, and we'll show you guys what we did so don't worry about that um and then uh so there are some more questions about that i'm going to address that later but I, I guess the main one i do want to point out is there are some people wondering one of the one of the parts of the of the calc is us measuring the blast against air in the sky. How do you know that there's air 4.5 million meters high? Because uh, there's clouds above the 4.5 million meters. You can't have clouds without air. So, <laughs> oh shit, that's that's kind of like if you look at it, there's clouds yeah. there. So that's all. Um, <laughs> you can't have, can't have clouds can't without have air. air. Ben, I 2019. Mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, and then the last but not least, uh, this is a question specifically to me, um, and I guess now to Torian, because he said that he loves Yu Yu Hakusho. You yeah. once said that you don't like Sasuke, and Yu Yu Hakusho is your favorite shonen. Doesn't this mean you're biased and should be removed from Death Battle? Biased. Yep. I am biased, not removed from Death Battle, because I get paid to be here. But um, <laughs> we all have our preferences. We all have shows and comics. And it's okay. Like. It's a better show than Naruto. I'm Sorry. Not gonna <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm, I just wanted to say that I'm not going to stop liking something just right. because I work on Death Battle. Yeah, right, but it's uh, not going to influence. Like, do you know how many of these fights that we've done? We don't. We don't care who yeah, wins. We like, really don't. we like we want to figure out. But it's like that's the only goal. Like, and if there's a character we were like, it's just like ah, oh, shame to see him die. But like, we've done so many of these that like we're prepared. We know like going into this, one of them will die, and it's a fifty-fifty shot when we first walk into it. Yeah. So like, and 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 that's. I've said it before, and I know people take it the wrong way all the time, but I, I literally could care less who wins. <laughs> like, I, this is not... The, From a personal who, standpoint. Who wins, per se, is not what I'm necessarily passionate about as far as You have no personal pride in, like, yeah. when your guy winning. Like, no. Right. Yeah, it's right. like... like we what we give a shit is doing a good job, not our yeah. character winning. I, like, I work on Death Battle because I love talking about the characters and maybe showing off something that people didn't know about a character yeah. yeah i mean that's like when whenever i wrote scripts it was like a lot of it was i worried a lot about making sure like that fan base and like everything they're about was represented well in the script and yeah, like right. like jojo and kajira is a good example of like they have so many niche jokes from each other's franchises inside like, of them and it's like yeah 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 that's like doing those <laughs> things is like that's that's like 
that's where I give a shit about the characters is trying to like, if I have a bias for a character, I want to represent that fan base well or something like that. I don't really give a shit if they win though. Right. Like yeah. I'm just there trying to like write it well so people understand why it's a cool show. Yeah. Doesn't give a shit who wins. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, that ends the questions. Thank okay. you. For Yay, you did it, man. Um, I mean, there was a lot because it is Sasuke versus Hiei. It's a complicated episode. I understand that people have might have gripes sure. because there's so much information there. Yo, I just glanced at that, that progress bar, and I thought it said, Spider-Man is black? And I was like, somebody's All right, mad everybody. about Miles Morales. Let's move on and talk about why Spider-Man is black. But before that, let me tell you about Quip toothbrushes. Look, there's a lot of toothbrushes on the market. Some have like 12 modes and lasers and stuff on them, but if you ask a dentist, uh, that's not really necessary. It's more about how you use it than the actual brush itself. And that's why Quip is created by dentists and product designers to focus on what actually matters for your oral health, healthier habits. You can simplify your whole morning and evening routine by getting equipped in. Like, it has a bunch of features that are great, but one of the main ones is it has a timer to tell you how long you should be brushing your teeth by just doing little pulses. And that seems super simple, but it's actually just a really, really good feature. I never knew I wasn't brushing my teeth long enough. Now I do. Thanks, Quip. You've saved me money at the dentist. I'm almost positive that. And, you know, I could go through all of its wonderful features, but it also just looks cool, and that's nice. It's got a sticky thing, and it goes on your mirror, and you can take it off, and it still sticks again. It's like wizard stick tape. I don't get it, but it works, and it's wonderful. And it has replaceable brushes that come in the mail, like, every three months, and that includes the battery, so you never have to charge it. And it's just super convenient and easy. You can travel with it. It's, it's just a really good product, and, like, I've said it a thousand times. And that's why we're just going to say, you know, get your Quip. Because it starts at just $25 at getquip.com slash cast. So just go to getquip.com slash cast, and you'll get your first refill pack for free. That's getquip.com slash cast. Uh, uh, real <laughs> quick, back I, in the MCU. I, I do want to say... actually left. I, I do no, want to point out, I, I'm, I'm seeing, if you're watching this live uh, as a first member, uh, thank you. We, we do this live every Tuesday. Um... But I am seeing some people asking about the Death Battle game, which was announced uh, at the beginning of Sasuke vs. We will be talking about that more in the next episode of Death Battle Cast. I just so, want to kind of focus on the. Are you going to have it on this show? We got a box to do a little unboxing today. We'll show it off. Yeah. Really good. Well, you going to play it? Tune in. Yeah, tune in. It tune it into Death Battle Cast next everything. week, and we'll show it off. And, and nice. Have all the details about it. Uh, it comes out October 14th. That's so sick. You all right, so Spider-Man mm -hmm. is back in the MCU. Great. Did he leave? No, there's a brief moment where they're like. We're not going to let him anymore. And now they're like, just kidding. Look, I get that everyone is invested in this, but this is stupid. It, <laughs> it, it generally, the MCU is at a point where it's very hard for me to give a shit about it. Yeah, that, and but this is stupid. Like, well, I, I think that's... Individual movies, I'm like, sure, cool, what, but like, I don't know. This whole You're talking about like thing, as the whole... Like, like, I think they've done enough. Universe thing. Like, the, the whole up to end game was good. Like, yeah. we got M it. MCU, sure. they've done enough. <laughs> I think, I, I, think, I think that's why. Like, I, I and, and I think specifically because trying to make all these characters fit in each other's shit is just a little... I think it's going to hurt some franchise. Like, yeah. I'd rather just have more people do a Logan yeah. than an Endgame. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that ended up not working out for what? them uh, doing the separate X-Men movies. Like, at a certain point, they yeah, just yeah. got a reputation where, like, five times out of ten, it was absolute shit. 
Yeah. Mm. Um, but either way, but I do that think that that because they wrote them like shit. Well, though, sure. In some cases, sure. Oh, um, but if yeah. you if you separate it out, like one of the reasons why the MCU works so well is because Kevin Feige like is Phylo? in charge of making sure that it is consistent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so if you remove that aspect from it, then you get the, the X Men entire time. movie. Yeah. They gave her like fair. four lines. She sucked in that movie. <laughs> What you, what, who? Olivia, Olivia Munn is Psylocke. Good actress. And that's like one of my favorite X-Men. Okay, no. Olivia Munn is one of the worst actresses to ever get a professional career until after the second season of, of Newsroom, Newsroom right. where you can fucking tell Aaron Sorkins or somebody was like, we need to get this woman acting lessons. Like, her in between season one and two is substantial. Somebody had to teach her how to act. You got it. Like, she is trash I remember in the le- first season. I remember leaving newsroom and being like, No. She then really she gets like, like, somebody must have sat her down and been like, You need lessons. Like, cause, <laughs> like, and yeah, like, I love that show. I like, especially these days, I like Olivia Munn as an actress. But, yeah. dude, in season one, she is like a sore thumb, terrible. Like, who casts this person? And then, like, season two, she gets her shit together, and she's a great character, and there, from there out, she's a great actress. Yeah. But, like, but there I is don't a, know a great moment actress. in time where it's like, we have the okay. world's <laughs> first podcast host, not really. Let's put her in movies. Like, and it was just <laughs> not good. But then she got great. Now she's great. But this, I is, cast this is after newsroom, and they cast her. But we were yeah, wait, about yes. Either way. The whole time she was just standing there doing well, the Olivia Munn face. She didn't know, you know how but, to be an action person either. Like, she, do you need she a fucking definitely looked you know, like someone Did you know who, she took that role by passing over the girlfriend role in Deadpool? Really? That was not a good choice. She passed over that role because she wanted, I think the quote was, she wanted a role with more agency or something like that. She didn't want to be kidnapped. Like a damsel in distress. Yeah, instead of being the totally... girlfriend, this is being like a superhero. Psylocke, you're I, a I probably would have made like, that decision too. You know, absolutely. then you get the script. It's like, well, shit. You just kind of sit there and make you you make the living one. She they, they, she sliced that car in half, which she made that same face as she did it. <laughs> <laughs> she's got the she's got the blue steel Olivia Munn face. Like, yeah. Anyway, yeah. anyway, Spider Man. Spider Man's back. I, I do want to say what you were what you were saying about um um uh not feeling invested in it. Essentially, yeah. I think that's why Disney caved, frankly, because mm. I think that they're worried that there's going to be a general lack of investment in the next movies if Spider Man is not really around. Because I think that's their yeah. main hook right now. Because uh, nobody really. Knows what else is going on with yeah, their yeah, movies. Right, Downey Jr. is gone, and like a lot yep. of people are gone. Also, thought they. So I still. Done? I think so. Is mm-hmm. who? Chris Hemsworth. Thor. No, he's got one more. Oh, he's got one more. At least. Oh, one more. yeah, because he's got the one where he passed off to James. But actually, he might have two more. He might be in Guardians. He might be in Thor four. Okay. No, you're confusing things with the two Chris's. The Captain America Chris is. Yeah, Chris done. Evans is done. Right, Chris right. Evans is Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Thor. Right, right. What I'm saying is Thor gone. You guys are good. He's still there. Thor's. Yeah. Theoretically, still he there. Does have, they have yeah. Thor four more Thors. Is it is yeah. it like where like Disney <laughs> thought like, um, yeah, Thor for Thors, Thor four more Thors. <laughs> yeah, Thor four the more. Disney's Thors. like, you guys make shitty Spider-Man movies. You can have them, and then and Sony's like, uh, excuse me, we just made Spider-Verse, so there is hope. And then he's like, hmm. Yeah, you know what? We'll keep them. Well, yeah. we, we we went into detail on an earlier episode on why Disney would benefit from giving. Sony Spider-Man and why it makes sense from a business perspective from them to just not even bother with it because they get all the merchandising money. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I still think that that's the ultimate plan. I mm. think that there's going to be a point. Like right now, the deal is that we they get one more Spider-Man movie and then one movie where Spider-Man appears in a team-up movie. That's it. Mm. Um, I still think Disney is going to be like, ah, after we're done with that, we go the 50-50 route or you you have to deal with Spider-Man yourself, Sony. I, I, I still think they're going to do that. But it does make sense to help kind of usher in this phase four or whatever mm. they're on with Spider-Man. So... I don't know. It's going to be weird. Like, the Sony thing is going to be a weird thing for the next, like, decade or yep. so. Always will be. Or two decades. Like, it's going to take a while for all of this to settle. Whatever I'm just like... glad that they came to an agreement. Like, it just imagine if there's no Spider-Man in any of the, in the end Avengers movies. Like, that would have been sad. He's only been in Phase 3. Yeah. Like... He hasn't technically been part of the MCU for very long compared to everybody else. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Isn't the second Avengers is the first time he popped in, right? Mm-hmm. No, Civil War, which is the second movie oh, of yeah, Phase yeah, 3. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 or yeah. first, I don't really know how Avengers counts. Is that the last guys... movie of a phase, or is it the first movie of a phase? Did you guys like Civil last. War? Civil War is cool. Civil War is great. Yeah, Civil War was awesome. I don't know. The shit where they're running <laughs> on the highway is dope. See, that yeah. fight scene. Okay, I guess. When Bucky and Cap fight. Iron Man. That's yeah. God, that was so, so I, good. I think that's my problem, right? Everything I like everything other than the, the Avengers air, battle, the airport fight, because I like the airport. I, fight I, I think that, whatever. I think that's fair. Okay. Like yeah. I think a lot of people really enjoy the airport fight because it is it's a very fan servicey moment, but it also does kind of lead into like like it's part of the story. It's part of uh, Iron Man's development as a but character. But it still feels very disjointed from like. It does if you if you literally it. took it and put it next to the the Bucky uh, or the fight scene at the very end, it does feel like a very different movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah. very fun and well, we we're still we're off, still yeah. friends, right? That's like, that's his line. Well, in it. Yeah. it started off they feeling like Winter it Soldier. For the trailers, mm, like I is see. what it feels <laughs> like. Like they needed it for the trailers. That thing where they like all start running at each other. Like they had just had to get that shot to sell the movie, and then so and they it's did like, it. It's well, and it sets up the Avengers falling apart for later movies, right. which again is a detriment to the movie on its own. But when you look at sure. it as a full thing, that's the that's the that's the thing with the MCU. It's like a lot of people do critique it as. A lot of these movies will have scenes that don't matter to the movie. They mm-hmm. matter to the overall story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everybody's going to have a different opinion on that. Like, do you like the idea that it's an overall story and that scenes in movies should apply to later movies? Or should they all be separate stories? Mm-hmm. And that goes back to the X-Men thing, mm-hmm. where most of them are separate stories. Well, yeah. Yeah, it does. Everybody's going to have a different opinion I do on think that. my biggest thing with Civil War, though, before we leave that, is the fact that they did a lot of the stunts practically. Yeah. Really fucking Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Like, that whole highway thing. I want to do that with, like, the, the fucking, because, like. They, they were on a moving. They were yeah, on a moving they thing. Tied and they were running on it. carpets onto yeah. the back of cars. So you can run that fast in traffic because you're already, like, the car is dragging yeah. you 60, yeah. and then you're running, like, another 10 yeah. miles per hour on there, it. There was a video. Uh, Corridor I, Digital had the stuntman on, and they go through a lot of it, and it's really fucking cool. I like, can't remember. Explain everything. The thing where Captain gets out the car, like when it slides, they yeah. actually did mm-hmm. that. I was like, yeah. "What the fuck? Like you could do that? Like <laughs> that's <laughs> fucking insane. awesome! Dude. Like they do so much cool shit." Yeah, when you when you see that stuff, that it always it feels so much cooler and so much. Like I yeah. remember uh, the first thing that really stood out to me was um, way back when they did the Planet of the Apes remakes. Um, the the way that they made them run so fast was like you know in those airports, those like conveyor belts, yeah, like, yeah style they things. Those, yeah. They ran long tracks of like that type of stuff and then had the actors whatever run really fast on that and yeah. that's what made it look like they were gaining so much speed. And I was like, that's yeah. super cool. 
Yeah, like everything in that whole highway fight is all yeah. like when Black Panther jumps onto the back of the thing. They they actually did that at like highway speed. Like it's fucking crazy. Like it just whole fight's stupid. Awesome, <laughs> but so the stupid, stupid good. Good. Stupid good. Good. That's yeah. just stupid. It's so dangerous, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> looks awesome. All right. Well, speaking <laughs> of stupid and dangerous, let's get to the community death battle. Nice. <gasps> what? Yo, yeah, it's your girl. Oh uh, yeah. Torian, that has been on screen this entire time. Yeah. Just I look, I'm trying not to look at the preview monitor because I'm a professional. Oh. Um, isn't that? It's lightning. Lightning yeah. wins this. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm <laughs> She's robot Jesus. Completely agree. Yeah, I'm on board. Who with the fuck is this joke kid <laughs> with his little mulatto, mulatto, melanin? That's me. Yeah, that's <laughs> you. Don't you play? Don't you play Shulk and Smash? No. Kind of, but yeah. he's not better than lightning. Yeah. Lightning, the goddess of the fucking world. This is some kid with a guitar-shaped sword. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Torian, uh, I'm like, there. Hey, uh, Gerardo, when we do mic checks, just have Torian talk about lightning. Uh, oh, she's so I cool. <laughs> I can just and no matter it, what like... everybody say, that game was successful. The last one, maybe not so much, but the first two was great. Sales and the, they were good games. They're good games. Uh, they're okay. They're the only reason you can walk around and do an active <laughs> fight with Cloud now. So you guys are welcome. They 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 had they had dude, they had some really 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 high good moments in it, but there's also some bad shit. They were they've been developing them battle systems. Whatever. Morgan Webb makes a very good point about that game. What is what it? is that? The, that's the game that the franchise needed, or it would have been still that same old stale turn based mm. bullshit. Yeah. So yeah, I could agree. With that you. game's awesome, and Lightning's great. She's a really good. She's she's a little stale in the first game. Well, there you have it. She's a little stale, wins. but the next the next game she gets a little bit she's more emotional. Well, as always, we leave it up to stale. you guys. To I don't know what is that wins. costume they made. Not for her. Torian. No, anything that costume. I hope you can hear me. Just pull up the first one. Let's go ahead and pull up the first answer. This is for uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Lightning. A cool from name. Count, Count Dorkula. They was trying to make her feel So Dorkula says, Lightning wins. She was able to dodge Bzzz, uh, Hypernova. Yeah. moves 290 times faster than light. Really? Okay. Yes. Uh, Shulk may be able to see the future through premonitions. That's fucking awesome. Mm. But that doesn't save him from being getting blitzed by Lightning's time ah! stop. And that even works on God's instant death. If you didn't notice from that, I have no idea who these characters yeah, yeah, yeah. have. Yeah, yeah. these characters You know Final Fantasy crazy. I know Final Fantasy is crazy. How do you stop time against death? I don't know what lightning's got. <laughs> You're about to die. Oh, wait a minute. So you just suspend it and like, what? what's happening? Like, are you alive? But he can't see it coming. Can he? Yeah, he can see his death coming. That's fine. He's Well, okay, hang on, hang on. Before we, let's let's get off of lightning's dick for a bit and talk about <laughs> Shulk. Uh, we got an answer from Malcolm Neal. Uh, and Malcolm says, Shulk wins this as Shulk's Monado has the ability of Future Sight. This allows him to see fatal blows and then react, which could counter Lightning's attacks. He's also stronger than Lightning, as with the Monado 3, he beat Zanza, whom created the universe. Holy oh, shit. Okay. That doesn't mean he's strong. Good heavens, just look at the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I'm still going to go with Lightning. Lightning, like, for, for free. Like, she beat a god. He's like, oh, I'm kind of, I might be as strong as a god. She, like, beat a god. I yeah. beat you. So you, you're not siding with Shulk? No! Which all. god is stronger? Hell no! But what about... We need a god chart to go with our fire chart. You're absolutely right. We do need a god. Because there's so many levels of gods throughout anime and shit. Like, <laughs> we'll call it the god tier. <laughs> the go Hey, the god tier! That's great! That's pretty good. That's good. All right, well... <laughs> 
Uh, let's go ahead and bring up the poll then and see who wins. She like fucking. She's like lightning. She when she dashes. Oh, oh yeah. shit! Well, Cause Smash. Yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah. and out of all the, if you smash? ask people, oh, what's the word Final Fantasy game? Yeah. Like, thirteen. 13. Oh. It's like thirteen was thirteen has. <laughs> 13 has problems because it's like a Gen 1 thing where they're still working shit out. But it also is like a lot of people don't like 13 because it has Gen 1 problems, which is a reasonable thing to complain Mm -hmm. about. And then a lot of people don't like 13 because they changed what they already liked and change is bad and they're afraid to change. Right. So those compounded makes it generally considered a bad game where it's just like not the best game. Why don't they stop at towns and stuff? Because they're fugitives! (laughs) They will tell on them immediately. Yeah, yeah, that is a good example of that. They're fugitives. Hey, I would like to buy three Phoenix Suns. Wait a minute, you're lightning. Yeah, you're going against the religion. Get her. Shit, shouldn't have bought those Phoenix Downs. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is. Why don't they steal them? Yeah, because they're not criminals. They're just not. They're trying to get away from this purge type situation. Then why don't they ask very politely? Hey, while wearing while wearing masks, because not everybody is and on their black. side, you know. <laughs> they might trick them or whatever. Man, and you like fight like helicopters in the side of a building that's collapsed, and you got this active time shit. That game's yeah. awesome. Anyway, we do parts. have a new community death battle for you guys. Um, so this one, <laughs> it's dumb. Okay, <laughs> stupid. This is dumb. <laughs> You're gonna go home and replay. Speaking of dumb. 13. It's so okay, long. that's probably not the best way to introduce this, but it's dumb isn't silly. So uh, a while back, we tr- we tried a community death battle with Saitama versus Krillin. Remember this? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Krillin and is we, so much we, better. We, we, we kind of determined... We'll win. We kinda Krillin? D- yeah, Krillin will win. N- n- well, based on everybody's responses, because I, I hadn't really looked into it beforehand, but based on how everybody responded, it really feels like Saitama doesn't apply in the same way that most characters do. Like, well, no, he's like a gag character. Yeah. Yeah. It, but he does he, some real shit. Yeah. He's sort of a gag character, but he's a gag character in his universe. And outside of his universe, he might not be. That's why it's a little weird. Um, but I've been racking my brain trying to figure out if there is a death battle that Saitama could possibly be in. And over the weekend, an answer came up, specifically from the, the creator of this character. Really? The creator of Axe Cop. If you don't know well, what I'm talking said, about, yeah, let's do it. Like he did. They well, don't think there was a, yeah. Way to ruin my mode. Well, <laughs> like specifically, us. a fan asked him if if Axe Cop should be in a death battle, and the creator or the co-creator of Axe Cop was like, "Yeah, let's do it." Um, oh, that's awesome. So, the, so the way Axe Cop, if you don't know what Axe Cop is, it's amazing. Basically, I don't know what that is, but yeah, <laughs> Ethan Nicole's younger brother would come up with random stories and he's like five yep. or something yep. and then Ethan would turn that into a comic and it's absolutely ridiculous if you haven't seen Axe Cop the episodes are very short they're on YouTube there are I believe you can find some on YouTube just look up an episode just one just one just check it out and then let me know who you think would win between Axe Saitama Cop. and Axe Cop Axe Cop, <laughs> Axe Cop is like some cartoony bullshit he's though, just right? gonna so drink, is Saitama oh, yeah. like, he's just gonna drink his anti-punching potion and then like it's fucking done what does one punch man do against somebody who, with anti-punching potion? the best thing about this <laughs> the best thing about this is that Axe Cop hates bald people oh Saitama, does he really he will fight That's Saitama fun. regardless I've been meaning uh, to watch he it, wouldn't so. punch him he would do his serious <laughs> serious sidesteps and then just bump into him and then Axe Cop will so fly into let the me moon. know let us know he drank an anti-serious sidestep potion <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's Axe Cop's character 
But Saitama also kind of does that. He just overcomes everything through physical punching. Uh, let us know who you think would win between Saitama and Axe Cop using hashtag Death Battle Cast on Twitter. There will be a poll up. I believe that's going to be up on Friday uh, on the Death Battle Twitter. It's at Death Battle. And then we will discuss it next week. He's going to punch the immunity to punches out of him. No, I think he would take the anti-punching potion and then... Punch Man would probably be like, oh, I can't punch you, but your axe didn't drink it. And he'd punch the axe, and the axe would split his head open. <laughs> or Saitama would probably just we'll kick see. him. Yeah, he did. All right. Kick potion Thank you guys for joining us. I know this is a long episode. Written by a five-year-old. That's how it works. We'll, like, we'll see you next, next week. Bye.